Welcome to the family with Hackmaster, Ralph W. Basham, MD. Alex Bernard Rasmussen. Co-host, Catherine Brandt. And Andy and Bernard. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. How do we do this dumb. again? You have a son. I, I, I will tell you honestly. Oh, yes. Andy, Andy Brandt Bernard is here. Mm-hmm. And also Tommy. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant no i just got uh, i'm getting uh completely distracted by all this. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. It's just very, very distracting. Never. Well, there's no question about it. Uh, Dad's been trying to deal with the DocuSign. (coughs) Why is it? Explain this to me. I've tried to set up an appointment four days in a row somewhere. Oh, we just don't have time right now to set up an appointment for you. And I'm like, why did you ask me to set up an appointment if you don't have time to sign me up for an appointment? Believe me, we know. Oh, Jesus. That's the way and the then, world is now. It is. And then I go to do a DocuSign and send it back. It's about 55 pages long. They always are. Well, yeah. why? Okay, I read through it, then I signed it, but it shows me no way to send it back to them. Once you signed it, you hit save or whatever, and it just yeah, does it. Yeah, it should just, yeah. Once you finish it and you say finish, then it usually is automatic. Mm-hmm. But I will search for it because I'm hoping that what it, it ended up downloading someplace. I don't know. No, it doesn't. When I go into his email now, I get all these drafts of it. I'm like, what? Yeah. How did this happen? So, well, yes, yeah, there's some sort of glitch. No, the person who, you, who you're signing it for gets an email that says it's been signed. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's saved in the cloud. You can access it. You can, you can access it after it's signed on the web. And then you should be able to print either to a PDF copy on your desktop or you can print it as a, as a uh, you know, a, a 19th century form on paper. Mm. On I like it, 19th century. I love 19th century. <laughs> I think we should go back <laughs> to using papyrus scrolls. They're cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that would work for me. I would like that. I'll, I'll wear robes instead about, of pants. Yeah, exactly. Smoke signals. They're much cooler smoke than signals. books. Or, books are lame. Or, uh, or lambskin. I, I, I always like the lambskin documents. It's a, it's a sense of permanence. Yeah, but the tanning process not pleasant. Mm, not pleasant. Yeah, very and you, smelly. And lambs, they're all and awfully yeah, cute. Yeah, you gotta yeah kill the lambs, of course. Yeah. Why is it lamb skin and not sheep skin? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Probably it is thinner, so it's That'd easier to store. Yeah. Easier to store, easier to work, and Poor boy, lambs. and it, but uh, it, yeah, lamb does taste good. But just, just use pleather. Lambs. <laughs> yeah, just use pleather. It doesn't hurt any lambs. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> We'll go back to pleather uh, record-keeping. Blazing red. Blazing red pleather. Mm-hmm. 
Beautiful. Oh, like um, the Michael Jackson suit? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. And, you just got to write everything in white ink is all. Andy, you should get, a, you should get one of those stretch pair of uh, pleather pants. And look super comfortable, <laughs> especially yeah, in 80 would, degrees that tomorrow. That would be like a torture device for Andy. Yeah, really. <laughs> you think it'd sweat a lot in those. Tight, hot pants mm-hmm. sounds like Andy's Fun worst stuff. nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing shorts as soon as it gets above 60. Yeah. Are you wearing I, shorts today? I'm wearing shorts right now and sandals. I used I, to wear sandals until it was like, until it started snowing, I'd wear sandals. It's such a Minnesota thing. Absolutely. Hey, it is. you appreciate the weather when you have lots of different kinds of weather. That is, yeah, we've it got is it true. all. It really it do. It's true. We have absolutely true. everything. Oh, this morning I was walking Jude. It's just a little sprinkly here today, and it's been windy the last couple of days. And there's like no one out walking their dogs. I'm like, it's 72 and sort of sprinkly. Yep. <laughs> No one's out. Jeez. Yeah, in Minnesota, this would be a nice day. Yes. Yeah, I walked over a giant snow mound yesterday to take my dogs for a run. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was Mount Habitat gone. I don't know. I'm going to your house today to water your flowers. But yeah, in the woods, it's still snowy because there's shade. And then where they've plowed on the paved trail behind our house, there's just a giant mound of snow that I had to walk over in my shorts and tank top (laughs) to take the dogs for a nice run. The dogs were like, what are we doing? What's happening? Why are we here? And then once we got running, they were very excited. Oh, see, now we're talking. That's that's the good news. So what else has happened? Everything else good? Everything else is great. I got, I got some incredible news, entertainment news, and Andy should be, to a certain extent, excited about this. There is going to be a TV series on Amazon Prime, Fallout. There is? Yep. Huh. Ooh, Fallout. Andy, dear. Excited. It with, would be the perfect series, I with mean. Liam Neeson. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's is he going to be the vault dweller or is he going to be the overseer? I think, I don't know what he is. I couldn't quite tell from the, uh, uh, the trailer. But, that's yeah, that was something that's coming out. So that's based on that video game. So, and, oh, and the other is uh, uh, Ma- um, the Mario movie. Yep, Tim said yeah. it's great. Yeah, and it yep. that is ma- that is raking it in. It man. sure is. It beat Frozen 2's record somehow. Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. Well, you, I think you have a lot of what's cross generational. I mean, I played Mario. That's what I said. Yeah. Everyone knows Mario, no matter how yep. old you are, that's no matter right. where you live. <laughs> Everyone knows. My him. kids don't know who Mario is. They yeah, do. they do. Someday. When I um. <laughs> I was wearing a Mario shirt one day, like two years ago, and Fawn was like, "Oh, that's Mario." I'm like, "How do you know who Mario is?" And yeah, she said she has a Mario, Mario suit and a shirt, but I don't think she does. Mario. I think that was shirt. a lie. Yeah, no. but she How knows does she who he know is. Who Mario? Is. Yeah, I guess everyone well, knows. I suppose school. Like she yeah. knows who Pokemon is because if everybody exactly. at school does yep. Pokemon stuff, yeah, yep. and um, the game with the QB people. You'll be oh Minecraft. Yeah, she yeah. knows about Minecraft. And I'll go to school and talk to the kids and stuff. And I, the for the beginning of the year, everybody was like, "There's an Alex in Minecraft." It's like cool. Oh, uh, there is. I guess. Oh, That's, is that the female default skin? I don't know. Multiple Minecraft kids. Alex. Let's see here. Yeah, she's the like female skin. So there's <laughs> That's what I'm called. The female skin. The, the main character in Minecraft is just like you know an avatar for you they don't have any attributes at all okay so what you do is you put things called skins on them which makes them look different they don't act different but they look different so the default male skin is named steve and the default female skin is named alex oh all right steve and alex 
Yep, there you go. See? What a pair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she knows what those things are. And, like, once every six months, she's like, can I play Minecraft? And I go, absolutely not. And then we move on. Minecraft would actually, in creative mode, that would probably actually be a good game for her. I have no interest in my children playing video games. <laughs> oh, no? Okay. No, they will. You. They, they will, will eventually. They will, but I'm going to push it off for as long as possible. Fawn, I don't think, is has the tendencies to get super wildly into video games because she'll do something and then kind of move on. She doesn't get super into things, especially screen stuff. Like, she'll watch something but then be like, okay, I need to go move on. But Sage will just, he'll become a maniac if Mm. he gets exposed to, as of right now, we're, yeah, we're just like, no video games for as long as possible. You're good to go. I know it's inevitable, but... No, thanks. All right. I got to ask everybody's opinion on this one because this is how <laughs> bizarre the world is getting. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Um, a three-judge panel for the U.S. Court of Appeals, Ninth Circuit, that's in California. <laughs> so oh, a liberal court. Know, the that's Ninth a liberal the craziest court. one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, wait to hear how liberal they are. This, I love using the word liberal for them because there's no... There's no being liberal at all anymore. Well, the Ninth Court isn't even liberal. They're just mentally ill. Well, you can find out how mentally ill they are from this story. Uh, A three-judge panel for the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit upheld the lower court's ruling against Susan Porter. You know why she's going to get fined or end up in jail or both or whatever? Susan, what did you do? You know what Susan did? I don't. Woman who honked horn at protest gets some bad news. California Ooh. woman supporting protesters that way was not covered by free speech. Wait, supporting <laughs> protesters? Yep. She so was what, saying, what she was saying right on, brother, and she's getting in trouble for that? She, Yeah, she hmm. might get arrested, uh, apparently, according oh, to this story. Jesus. She honked her horn, and it had to go to court. What protesters Jeez. was she supporting? Um, let me see oh, what we yeah. got going that's here. Yeah, that's the thing. Honked her horn a total of 14 times in short bursts mm-hmm. as she cruised by the demonstrators and subsequently pulled over by, oh, San Diego is where it happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave her a ticket and cited her for misusing her car horn. The citation came about because Porter was said to have violated the 1913 law. Wow. That prohibits anyone from using the horn for anything other than warning other drivers. They had to go back 110 years to find something to hang on her. Okay, mm. so what, were, what was the protest? Uh, if you're an only support protest, you might want to have on Friday. Three. It doesn't say what the protest was about. Um, yeah, it, doesn't, it does not say what the protest Maybe it does at the end of the story. Um, nope. They don't say what the protest was all about. But she supported protesters by honking her horn, and she was taken to court for doing it. We're going to start uh, prosecuting everybody who's in a wedding uh, yeah, procession, really. blowing their yeah. horn. Yeah, sure. Uh, there's no happiness allowed anymore. You cannot be happy anymore. That's just against the rules, because if you're happy, it means you're not making them any money. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, she honked her horn, and a horn doesn't get free speech. <laughs> like, really? So guys can stand in the in the middle of uh, a, a, a government session in Nashville screaming into a bullhorn. That's okay. Well, like I said, they made a big 
the, the big mistake they made, or I don't even know exactly what happened, I know that they completely disrupted a congressional hearing, right. which you're not allowed to do. Yes. But they did it anyway. But they kicked out two black guys, and they let the white lady stay. That by one was, vote. That was a mistake. Yeah, by one if vote. If she was part of the disruption, then she should have been kicked out, too. She was. But for some reason, one person voted the other way, and that's what kept her in office. Well, I think well, we all know the reason. They shouldn't have done that. Everyone is going to say it was because of racism, but I know the real reason. Mm-hmm. Horny old men. <laughs> no. What? I She's a woman. So, she was the only woman who they allowed to stay. The men got kicked out. Let me put it this way, though, Andy. Both men were prettier than she was. So I don't still think, think it matters that? when you're 80 years old. <laughs> well, that's probably true. That's a good point. You're probably, yeah, you're probably she, right about She's that, a, but. you know, young thing to them. Well, one of one of the Congress, the guy, the male Congress people that got kicked out, he he's got a history of acting quite flighty. Oh, he, he threw called, a yeah, he threw a hot cup of coffee at a couple of oh. Congress members, well, including the speaker. Yeah, he's pretty volatile. He's a horrible person. Um, so I'm I, I'm guessing there's some sort of a record of yeah. him behave misbehaving. <clears throat> well, now, why? Like I said. If you're going to kick out anybody and there's three people protesting or disrupting, then they should have all been kicked out. Just no matter what, um, you just can't look like you're giving preferential mm-hmm. treatment to anybody. If they're all, if they're being disruptive, they're all disruptive. Get out. I'm telling you, it's the women are a wonderful effect. <clears throat> well, women also have a tendency to vote the way that the majority always votes. So. You know, and you know, that's, that's toxic estrogen. Toxic estrogen. Well, there's a lot of toxic femininity going around these days. I would not disagree. Let me show you an example of how to enjoy the world, even if you don't agree with someone. I am enjoying this story story that I just saw. I Once again, I I tried to think the other day, because I was asked on the air, if I hate anyone. And I don't. I I mean, I don't like some people. There are some people I really don't like. But I never go so far as hate, because it's a waste of time to hate people. Wouldn't yep. you think? Correct. Right? That's absolutely right. So I, you know, I'm not a Biden guy. I'm not a Trump guy. I probably wouldn't vote for either one. Well, I didn't vote for either one of them last time. So um, that's not what this is all about. But I'm sorry. There are things about Biden and things about Trump that I do find funny, even <laughs> though they're not trying to be funny. Bill Barr criticized Trump. You know Bill Barr, right? I Bill know Barr the name. Wayne. I don't know who yeah, he Bill is. Yeah, Bill Barr. He's a, he was a former... Yeah. He worked for Trump in the White House. I can't remember. I don't remember what the hell he was, but... Oh, he was uh, Trump's attorney, I think? In some he cases, He was the attorney yes. general under yeah. yeah. H.W. and Trump. Yeah, so he's attorney oh, general. okay. And he... What does he weigh? About 350, Andy? Something like that? Yep. I yeah. don't know about 350. I mean, he's Three, not 40. svelte, but... I don't know. Well, the reason I'm a- there's a reason I'm asking you that. High 200s. <laughs> because he, because, oh, no, he's more, he weighs more what than 300 pounds. This is no, turning no. into a circus act where he gets people's weights. Depends on how tall <laughs> he is. Is he you win a stuff? He is, oh, he's only five foot nine. Oh, yeah, he's very short. The prominent attorney weighs 176 pounds. That but, is. Well, that's what. <laughs> he weighs a buck 76. He weighs other... less than me, and he's shorter than me. I doubt that, considering yeah. his frame. Maybe he's just very big-boned. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. And big-chinned. But anyway, chinned. 
So I'm not, you know, I'm not supporting Biden. I'm not supporting Trump. I'm just trying to get through this horrible age we're in right now. But the one thing I do like about Trump, I got to be honest, he just cannot help himself. Apparently, Bill Barr criticized him about some of these court cases he's going to. He, uh, Barr criticized him. Mm-hmm. They asked Trump about it, and you know what he said? No. Yeah, well, Bill Barr is slovenly. <laughs> slovenly? Slovenly. He went with slovenly. <laughs> See, now that's funny. I'm sorry, but that's funny. It might be a little bit of the, cot, uh, the pot calling the kettle black. Well, uh, apparently yeah. Trump has lost a lot of weight. Has he? He's, yeah, he's I saw down? a picture of him recently, and everyone was, like, getting mad because they thought the news photoshopped it. Oh, yeah. But, no, apparently he just lost a ton of weight. Oh, did he? Yeah. So he's proud of himself. Oh, now he's pious. Oh, man. Let's go. Well, he's also at the age where you either lose weight or you die. So. <laughs> or you, yes. or you lose weight before you die. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, 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 it's either go. go on a diet or start wasting. Because he, he's 76 that years old. True. You can't be obese at 76. It just doesn't work. No, I agree. And by the way, I, I didn't laugh at that because Trump said it. If Biden had said it about somebody, I'd laugh at that. I, I think it's a very funny. You don't go, oh, that moron. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's an idiot. He just went with, yeah, well, he's slovenly. slovenly yeah, Has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, I always like those <laughs> rare insults. Oh, he likes the insult, insult people. There's no doubt about that. Definitely does. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt that that Don, that uh, Donald Trump loved, loves to insult people. Who was uh, the very very disrespectful one that everyone still remembers from Twitter? Let's see, Barney Frank. Barney, oh, Frank, Barney Frank looked yeah. disgusting. Nipples protruding in his blue shirt before Congress. <laughs> very very disrespectful. What's the heck? Nipples protruding. Oh, well, I mean, it is true. He. Sent a picture with it, Barney Frank, and yeah, he's the shirt does not flatter him. Not a good shirt. <laughs> but this was in 2011, so. Yeah. Isn't Bill Gates famous for man boobs? Is, well, he? is he? Yeah. Well, I didn't know there that. There used to be a lot of, a lot of uh, photos on him on social media mm. with his man boobs. Well, he's yeah, a tech guy. They've they kind of been out. scrubbed, though. I don't know what happened to them all. Mm, maybe he got breast reduction. Oh, Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I think he got some bots to take care of that. Okay, I know we got Timmy coming up in a couple of minutes here, so I wanted to check what uh, Goodbye Twitter Incorporated, Hello X Corp. What's that all about? Yeah, X Corp is uh, Elon Musk's uh, overlord corporation. It's like SpaceX is his. Oh. So they're getting rid of Twitter? Well, I think, name, I, I, mean. I think he's just absorbing it probably for either streamlining his taxes or for corporate benefits somehow oh, so twitter yeah. is being merged into a new entity called x corp so yeah basically all yeah. of musk's stuff is mm-hmm. x corp should should we be fighting uh elon musk becoming our overlord you would yeah, think, what but, about yeah i don't what think he wants do? to be the overlord huh. i don't know he's buying a whole lot of stuff he is what? no doubt about it i mean he's been doing the space program for 10 15 years well, he's um, basically the main name in space right now. He's the main name in cars right now. Now he's the main name mm-hmm. in social media. It's a lot of, you know, it sounds very a lot of o- power. Sounds uh, very overlordish to me. Yeah, it does. I don't know. I don't think that that's his goal on Earth, but I could be wrong. I mean, there's a lot of electric cars going after him. I think his goal is money and attention. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. That's, you can't deny that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I really, I honestly, God, the writing now, and you can, this has nothing to do with their political views at all, uh, but it says here, that's per a court filing from last week that indicates the company's been absorbed in Elon Musk's X-Corp with the, new, uh, with the news pointed out by far-right white nationalist Lori Loomer. Why is it necessary to put far-right white in there? Because yeah, it gets people to well, read it. And we're not, and we're, not supposed to, we're not supposed to mention color. Her color no, has nothing to, to do with color. it. Yes, we are, but only when they're white. Yeah, I suppose. But I just, why would you, by pointed out by far-right na- mm-hmm. white nationalists, I don't even know who Lori Loomer is. Gotta tell why you what do to I think, care? Or else you might start thinking for yourself. They can't have that. Well, that's true. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. The news is getting crazier by the day. It really is. The anger and the yep. hatred is uh, way over the top. Isn't that sad? It is. Is Tim Lammer sad? He's always I, been sad. Am I sad? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what? I, I think, first of all, Elon taking over Twitter was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just if he I really do does want to push for free speech or whatever, give everybody a, a, a platform, whatever, mm-hmm. even yeah. though it might involve some nutcases coming out of the woodwork, you know, whatever. Just a few. But, just a few. But I think the best thing, and hopefully he's going to do this, take a $44 uh, billion tax write down, just flush that whole hateful. That, that is, has been a puke hole for years, Twitter. Get rid yeah. of it. Just get rid of it altogether because just think how much harm that has that platform has done more harm than good to people. Absolutely. That's my opinion, anyway. It's a hateful, hateful platform. It's it. People's lives have been destroyed because of it. You know, people are constantly bitching. It was fun at first, you know, but it, it quickly turned into this political tool or ideological tool where people just basically shout you down if you don't agree with them, and yep. that's it. So there's my sad thing. Well, I'm, but it's so sad that we had to go through this. I mean, I, I agree with you. Eleven. Well, how many years ago did, did all that stuff come out? Twitter. Twitter. And I think it was 2006. Was it? Yeah. I joined in 2009, and and honestly, I just I haven't hit it hard. I I seem to be stuck at about 2,300 followers. That's because I don't. You know, some people go about they follow every single person they come across in order to get mm-hmm. followed back, and you know, mm-hmm. so they might have ninety thousand followers, but they're also following ninety thousand yep. people. I don't have time to do that crap. I mean, right. you know, what? Right. if you want to hear from me, tune into the family podcast. Tune into the Tom Bernard show. That's where I'm doing my talking. I'm not oh, yeah. going to say anything on Twitter because 
I'm sorry, what was that, Catherine? Well, you just have to remember that social media, people that have those kind of followers, they either are doing this full time, they're doing nothing but social media, or they're paying somebody to do it for them. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I I just, again, uh, I I learned a long, long time ago, and I don't, I think it was Twitter. But if you try to engage in an argument on Mm -hmm. Twitter, you will not win. Mm -mm. You will not, and no matter how right you are, that person on the other side, a professional Twitterer or whatever you want to call them, somebody who lives on the damn thing, doesn't have anything else to do, they will find any sort of reason to twist your words and shout you down and make yep. damn sure that you just can't win their argument, an argument with anybody. So I, I learned once. I, I think I just tried to debate. It's like I learned quickly. If you debate on Twitter, you are not going to win. It's that simple. No. And, True. and now we have can have AI in the background arguing. You're arguing with AI rather than with a person. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I, and, and Tom, I think I heard you talking about the news, and how soon will the news start being generated by AI, and how is AI going to I think it already is. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. You know, yeah. supposedly anybody who writes, their careers are threatened. Well, you know what, then it's time to go on my FU tour. You know, okay. FU to, and get out. And yep. be done yeah, with well, it and, and yeah. quit writing. <laughs> I just Anytime I want to get engaged on a uh, on somebody's ridiculous social media posts, I just remember what Mark Twain said. Never argue with stupid people. They will drag you down to their level and then beat you with experience. And sadly, I mean, I know people like this exist now. Who's Mark Twain? You know, oh, yeah. yeah, well, that's true. Just yeah, a so. caveat about X Corp. X Corp is located in Nevada. So there might oh, be yeah, right. serious tax implications yeah. associated with that. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, Twitter's headquarters are in San Francisco, which yep. is probably the highest tax place into, on earth. Yeah. But and, it, yeah and, it, and it's turned into zombie land. Uh, Twitter no longer exists. It says here, uh, the eyebrow-raising sentence in the court uh, filing simply reads, Twitter Incorporated has been merged into X Corp and no longer exists. That's the, from oh. the, the court filing. What does that mean, though? What, what? I don't know. For us, it <laughs> means nothing. The... For Musk, it Just means it, saving yeah. tax money. Well, yeah, yeah. I, and it's kind of like Facebook saying, well, we're changing our yeah, name. We're meta now. Well, meta is basically the umbrella and Facebook mm-hmm. resides underneath mm-hmm. that umbrella. It's like how Google's uh, the corporation is actually technically Alphabet, which most yeah. people don't even know, but they just call it Google because everything Google branded. But it's all right. owned by a corporation called Alphabet that the average person never even hears about. Hmm. Yeah, that's how all this stuff works. Yep, it's but all. But I do get Ralph's argument about the Overlord thing. I mean, oh, who's yeah. to say that Musk couldn't turn around and this whole thing was one big insidious move and then all of a sudden he's going to start? Well, look, um, there are a bunch of Substack writers who are quitting Twitter, including this Matt Taibbi, who wrote the Twitter files. All oh, right, yeah. One of the first ones because Substack has their own sort of social Twitter-like social media <laughs> device now. And Twitter will not allow the Substack writers to promote that on that the, on on Twitter. I thought Substack was more like a blog. 
It was, but now apparently there's a way of, of trying to disseminate the news oh, or, they, okay. or whatever they write on there. And it's like a Twitter-like thing. So the guy who wrote about Twitter files actually quit Twitter now. <laughs> because the stuff he writes on Substack, he cannot promote on there. Something to that effect. They don't, they don't disseminate the news. They inseminate the news. <laughs> well, that's nice. <laughs> well, well they, they, they don't. They screw it up. They, they report what they want to report, and they don't report the facts. They, they want you to, you know, think the way they think. So, no. You mean this, this Substack you're talking about, or, or Twitter? Oh, oh, all these, all of them. Every news well, outlet's I mean, that I way. I think I think you do what what I haven't read a Substack piece, okay? okay? But what I'm gathering is because again, I only so many hours in a day. I don't need to pollute my brain with any more of this stuff. But basically, it's a sort of place where you write where you're not going to run in corporate media. You know, people who work for corporate media might run interference with what you're trying to do. Substack, you do it by yourself. You get your own subscriptions, right? Yeah. It's the people that pay your salary, essentially. So I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I really don't know. I mean, again, uh, so many hours in the day. But I, I'm hearing more and more people writing about it, and it's generally journalists who are fed up with the old way of doing things because it's changed so much, and they're doing it their way. So... Huh. Yeah, that's that's from what what I understand with Substack. So so it, it's it's the same model, same model as Patreon. Uh, yeah, uh, I only, guess so. Only fans. It's you, you, your content. You have to have followers for your content, and then you get you get paid through that, through their subscription, through their donations, through yep. gifting. What you know, the thousand uh, pieces to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That. I mean, you know, it's the the written word way of doing what people do with podcasts, people do with their YouTube channels, whatever. I would imagine that's who, what it is. Who reads? You know? Who reads anymore? That's well, a, lot a lot of people, people when they follow someone that they really like on social media yeah. and they want to get in depth with something, they'll read their pieces. Yeah, I'd much well, rather. Do you know people that say, I want to go to Twitter to find out the news? Oh, my God. No. Mm -hmm. No, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where they'll read a headline, and the headline, therefore, because it's on Twitter, it's truth. Mm -hmm. well, Mom, you find a lot of news on Twitter. Ooh, ow. I, I do. I look at whatever the new, the headlines are and the trending yeah. stuff all the, all the time. But, you know, I, there's only a, a couple of journalists that they'll say, it appears this is the story. It appears that this is the story. This is the breaking news. And then there will be other news sites yeah. that are like this is the story and when it's when it's a journalist who i trust i know that within a few days when you know the dust settles you're going to actually know the story that well, those are the people again, i tend I to I, read i actually look for trending headlines i mean that's a good gateway mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. you click in and you go ahead and you read from there but i'm talking about the people that go to twitter and see that tweet only and that's the story to them yeah. They don't need percent into of people. It. That's the people I'm talking about. And but that's all you can put on Twitter. You only put the headline. Yeah, up. it's designed much it. for that it's kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. No yeah, information yeah, it at is, all. It is, but I don't I mean, I've never been one to just look at a tweet and say, Oh, okay, I know everything no. about that well, story. Should... No, I I go in there and I click on it and I see it. And 
I, you know, I read whatever the story is or see whatever the video is or whatever. I never have gone by, oh, my God, it's true just because I read the headline on Twitter. Well, yeah, yeah well, that's well, and part of the problem is if you do use Twitter just for the news, uh, when you hit most publications, Twitter sites, they're going to try to get you to you'll hit a paywall. So oh, yeah. Most of the time, yeah, you can't, you know, problem. unless you want to subscribe to 15 different things, you know, you're not going to know what the story actually says. And that's where newspapers are saving themselves because, you know, obviously their paper subscriptions have gone down so dramatically. They don't have classified income the way that they used to. So right. the only way they're existing right now, your Star Tribunes, your Pioneer Press, whatever, they all have paywalls now. Where they might give you like one free article a month or yep. something like that. They should learn something from Amazon. They should have it. It's like you, you click it, and then it says, if you want to read this story, it's two cents or three cents or five cents. And most people would probably, and, and it's yeah. just automatically your credit card is linked to your account, and mm -hmm. you just, yep. Because people are like, oh, it's five cents. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, read that. Yeah, what's that? Yeah. 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 And if they have 10,000 people, 20,000 people that do it in one state, then they're probably getting more money than they would ever. I, I was very excited to see that the uh, pandemic is, ended Monday. Yeah, it's over. over. No, no, no parades, yeah, no fireworks, demonstrations, nothing. <clears throat> yep. Why was it over Monday? Uh, the the national U.S. national emergency, emergency yep. to respond to the COVID-19 pandemic ended Monday as President Joe Biden signed a bipartisan congressional resolution mm -hmm. to bring it to close after three years. And this is like three weeks earlier mm. than it just would have expired. Well, President, <laughs> President, Biden, <laughs> President, Biden says it was, <laughs> President Biden said it was over last fall. Yeah. Hasn't well, it been over it, multiple it, times? Yep. Well, it's but funny. There's because a resolution, people. A resolution. Oh, we, oh, we, oh yeah. Therefore, if they declare it, you know, it's funny though. Mm -hmm. At the beginning, it's like this is our way of life. Now we're gonna have to live with this for the rest of time. Yeah, we needed you know, that. We fear, needed fear, that. Fear. We needed that 19th century ceremony of signing a piece of paper to yes, bring it to a close. It's so dumb. It's it's so funny. Somebody tweeted um, pictures of Time magazines front cover it's like 2003 the truth about sars time 2004 bird flu mm -hmm. time 2005 death threat yep. <laughs> time 2009 h1n1 oh, time 2014 what's chasing ebola what's going to happen to the people who actually because people are still like still getting covid yeah i think pat ebert's got covid uh, just a few weeks ago i just got what COVID happened last to month. the people that lose a family member to COVID if COVID no longer exists. I mean, you know, how do you say that it is, it's over now? Well, it's not know. a pandemic anymore. It's endemic at this point. Oh, I guess oh, so. Which is what I we've been saying for saying. years well, was going to happen. All I know is I wasn't sick. On. Go ahead, Tim. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say the disease will go on. I, I get what Andy's saying now. The pandemic is over. Mm -hmm. I get it now. Okay. At this point, it's just like the flu. Flu kills Tens of thousands of people a year, if not more. Mm -hmm. But it's just something we accept. It's a part of life at this point. Yes. I got I got COVID, what, last, what, fall? <coughs> I finally got it last fall. <laughs> and ever since I got it, I've been getting cold after cold after cold. That's all well, I know. I didn't have a cold been... for 15 years. I got COVID, and I've been 
I've been having these horrible colds ever since. It's because people think they don't have to wash their hands anymore. I'm washing my hands like a maniac. No, I mean other people. It. People are like, oh, well, COVID's over. I don't have to clean myself anymore. Just be as gross as possible. Because well, I've gotten I... more colds in the past year than I have gotten in probably the past 10. There is a small study that's happening right now um, that shows that everybody's immunity that has had COVID is much lower and than... why is that? Constant mask wearing, disinfecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure you're not chronically no, exposed, it's like, no, and your it's microbiome the, is all screwed up. I mean, that, well. yeah, it's a, it's a small study, and it's ongoing and whatever, but there is some evidence to show that COVID weakened everybody's immune systems. Because no. the people that didn't get COVID, they're not having the same... Sickness on top of sickness on top of because this and this also is the sickest winter I've ever been. Which yes, correlation is not causation. I get it, but it will be interesting to see long term. Yeah, I will give I will give it that. And you have been washing your hands, using do you have not been exposed to the chronic mm -hmm. onslaught of every bacteria virus that's out there because you're you're doing everything you can to not be exposed, and without that exposure, your immunity is weakened. That's how that's happening. It has to do with microbiome. Wait, wait, rest assured, this so newer kind of idea about microbiome, how it's all over your body and all part of what you live. Every part of your body has a microbiome living in it. And yep. for good and for bad, uh, it's there. I'd and like to see a study that sees what people's average leukocyte count was between 2019 and this year. Yeah, I would bet it's gone down quite a bit. Or lymphocyte, lymphocyte count, or uh, any of them, yeah, any of the immune cells, because right. yeah, like I, like we've been saying, it's people were wearing masks everywhere. They were wearing masks in their car. Oh, they were dumping hand sanitizer all over themselves all day, every day. Um, I wasn't just... too nuts about it though, so my microbiome should be okay. <clears throat> yeah, but I, I started in the very yeah. beginning, but then after around. that, I didn't but, wear masks unless I had to. But there's a there's an epidemiologic piece to this you have yeah. to understand is that everybody else if everybody else is doing it you're still not being exposed uh -huh. so right. so so there, so you ha you have you want you want this stuff dumping on you all the time mm -hmm. because it, it it strengthens your immune system if you stay isolated your immune system starts to s slack i mean oh. this idea about the microbiome in your body how it lives and how it interacts with your body uh for instance uh children that are born by c-section have a higher incidence of diabetes because really? they're not because they're not exposed to the normal mm -hmm. uh, flora, normal nastiness when they involved, yeah. when 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 they when, when they're de when they're delivered. Yeah, that's right. It is nastiness. Right. Are you talking uh, type one or type two, Ralph? Uh, I think it's type two. I'm not. I'm not yeah. certain. It's, uh, it's, all my all my type one children, all three of them, uh, were born the regular way. Regular. So. It's, it's, I had to find out for sure. It's, it's type two because some of the, some of the flora in your gut are either have coenzymes or assistant enzymes to insulin mm -hmm. and that uh, help with that that's, that system. And you have to that's that's part of it. It's impossible to get it's impossible to get the the microbiome that you want. No one knows how to do that, but that's part of this whole process. So it, it is a real thing, and we have to accept that now. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. What about the movies? <laughs> Rent movies. Well, you know, uh, we got Renfield opening this week. What? Uh, Renfield. Which, that, that is that is a. Uh, I like it because it 
pays homage to the original Dracula with Bella Lugosi. Mm-hmm. And uh, it actually starts in a black and white manner where they recreate some key scenes from that original movie. And then since vampires, they're ignoring the fact that Renfield and, 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 and uh, Count Dracula died in that original film and saying, okay, we're going to go the, the other, you know, so they have eternal life. They go on 90 years and the, the two are in a toxic relationship because when you spend 90 years with somebody, things are going to go wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a horror comedy. It's bloody as all get out. Uh, and uh, I liked it. Nick Cage is in it. Uh, Nicholas Holt. Oh. So, uh, so that, you know, if you're, if you can't stand blood, uh, I, you might want to pass on this one. Let me ask you, was the original Bela Lugosi film, was that uh, tongue in cheek humor? No. no. That was no. It, unintentional humor, I think. The, yeah. The, yeah. The, I mean, if you look at it as a dated, you know, piece of work, and it's been mm-hmm. a long, long time since I've seen that. If you get to the Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, yeah, yeah, then it's funny. Frankenstein. Then Bella's in that. Frankenstein. Then it's funny. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. I, you know, I, 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 see, I see a disturbing trend in all these movies. Movies that can be serious, like Doctor Strange, uh, like most of the Marvel movies, like most of the um, uh, DC movies, like this the Renfield movie coming out. They're trying to make them funny. Yeah, everything's got to be. <clears throat> Everybody's got to yes. have little quips in it, and there's it. So it's it's com it's comedy. It's a, it's a com, com, uh, comedic horror film or a comedic action yeah. film, and and it's getting old. It just gets it's old. <laughs> it's it's not, they're not funny. These lines are throwaway. Just awful interruptions yeah. in this storyline. I mean, I like, yeah, I like when things are lighthearted, but I don't know. Not, not everything has to have a, well, that just happened moment. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. Yeah. If you want something, and I finally got around to watching it because everybody's talking about it, something deathly serious and really difficult to watch at times is a show on Showtime because, yes, I got that. For two reasons. A, for George and Tammy. Going to watch that yet, promise. Mm, it's so good. And Terrific. B, a show called Yellow Jackets. Has oh, I just started watching that. What do you think? It's a Well, it's a little Lord of the Flies. It's a show to watch. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's, uh, it's like, is it a modern take on Lord of the Flies? Is it about summertime in Minnesota? 
Yellow jackets no. everywhere. <laughs> no. And flies <laughs> and mosquitoes. We're out of raid. Oh, no. Basic, it's a state fair. The breakdown is this. In 1996, there's this girls' uh, soccer team, high school team. They were supposed to go to nationals. Um, one of the players' dads chartered a private plane that crashed in the Canadian Some... wild somewhere. I mean, it's vast. It's It would it, be very difficult to find them. And... They went 19 months before they were discovered. So okay. they had to resort to a Donner Party sort of situation. Donner Party, yep. Yeah, I was going to say, this sounds like a live. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, probably more like that. And and honestly, I've never seen it because, for the lack of a better word, I couldn't stomach that whole idea, that cannibalism thing. It's just, yeah. it's, oh, it's unnerving. But my oldest daughter wanted to see it, so I said, okay, I sit down. And it is engaging. And so what you have are you have two stories going on concurrently, you know, 1996, current day, and the survivors are trying to keep hid what really happened during that time they were stranded for 19 months. Because at first, you know, they're able to, they, they discover this old cabin, so they have a shotgun. They're able to hunt deer and wildlife, et cetera, et cetera. But eventually that dries up. Wintertime comes along. There are predators out there, um, you know, uh, wolves, coyotes, whatever, wolves. So they have to go there eventually. And they allude to it in the first episode. And now they kind of are going back to the beginning in the in the progression of the story where okay we're starving to wow we are getting wild game to the wild game is thinning out to how do we eat now <laughs> and, and it's really really disturbing i don't think i've had any red meat since i watched the show just a couple of mentions here did they have fava beans no, they did not. The fava bean, that, that, that's the scene oh, from the Chianti, uh, maybe? Yeah, <laughs> yes, 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 yeah, exactly. No, no, no. And this is so, sort of... Yeah, I mean, it is a fascinating show. It's getting a, it's gaining a lot of steam. Season two just started a week or two ago, and that's why my daughter's pressing me. Come on, come on, we get, but we got to get showtime. It's like, well, you know what? I got to get George and Tammy under my belt, too, so let's, let's do it. And so, I mean, I will say... In the last couple of nights, it's three or four episodes in one sitting. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. pretty engaging stuff, but very, very disturbing. Yeah, this... How far along are you, Catherine? Uh, I think we're just like the first three or three we've watched, first three episodes. Of what? Yeah. Yellow Jackets? Two. Two. Yellow Jackets. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. Yellow Jackets is the name of the, the girls' team that yeah. was supposed to go to national. So that's what it is. And it's got, a, it's got a mystery tied within it as well. There's somebody that's messing with the survivors in current day. Right. To, as to say, we know your secret and we're going to expose you unless... That sort of thing. So it's a really great mystery. But again, when they go back to those... Alive slash Donner party scenes. Uh, I have to have a bucket nearby. Put it there. <laughs> did, they, did, did, they, did the one, the most muscular one, get it first, or did they do the skinny one? Or they, they haven't gotten that far yet. They Ugh. haven't gotten that far. I mean, the mm. first episode, you see that. I mean, they become very tribal, and you're right, Catherine. The first thing I thought of was Lord of the Flies. Yep. 
and they got all this weird tribal gear on and you really can't tell who it is amongst this party uh, or this, the, the, I should say, this group of girls. And there are a couple men, too, and teen boys. Um, so you see a trap is set where they, they caught a human, essentially, yeah. to consume. And, uh, and they bleed her out. I mean, it's really, really tough to watch at times. But it right. is really, really engaging, too. It's different. You know, oh, I mean, I'd say. Let's like, <laughs> say it. I mean, you know, it, it, it's the sort of thing that normally is not my cup of tea. Again, I've never seen a live. Um, but, you know, it, it's not wall-to-wall Father Beans and Chianti. No. <laughs> you know, it's not that. Okay. How about Mafia Mama? Have you screened that? What? No, Mafia I have not. Mama? Although uh, it is coming out this week, I believe. Yeah. Um, and it's a smaller picture. And I did inquire about doing an interview with Tony Collette because I'd love to talk with Tony Collette. I mean, she's so terrific in everything that she's in. Uh, but nothing materialized and I didn't see the film. So I, I don't know. I hope to see it, though, because. But again, there you go, Ralph. I mean, it's a. It's a mafia comedy. Oh, you know. You know, where (laughs) in in reality, she's like, from what I gather, she is uh, the wife of a a mafia don or something, and she takes over. Well, in real life, if she were to take over and start calling the shots, she'd probably get dead in a big hurry, and the movie would be over in five minutes. So, you know, to go the comedy route, then I guess they could... You know, do whatever. But most everybody that takes over in those situations doesn't fare well. They should have had the the mother uh, that was in uh, Goodfellas. It was uh, it was uh, Joe Pesci's character's mother. They should have had that woman. Uh, Scorsese's <laughs> mom. That was, Scorsese, Martin, that, was, mom. This, was it? Was it? Oh, they, they should have have her. But she's older and uh, maybe not with us anymore. So she would have been. The yeah, she, he put her in in quite a few pictures. Yeah, which is which is funny. I'm yeah, yeah hunky, and hunky, they, they chunky. Had, they had Billy Bats in the trunk while they were eating at uh, Pesci's mom's place. Billy Bats got his ass kicked and was near death, and they borrowed a butcher knife from Pesci's mom to go finish him off. Remember that? Yep. <laughs> it was yeah. a hell of a scene. Gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, gross. Well, would you like to uh, hear Hunky Chunky's review of uh, Mafia Mama? Who's Hunky Chunky? He's a guy on Twitter. Oh, oh one of your Twitter This people. movie effing sucked. I'm not joking. <laughs> Please do not see it. <laughs> okay. Well, there you have it. Yeah. I don't know. That's too bad. I mean, you know, everybody likes what they like. I mean, you just, you know. I, 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 well, that, look, and people, that, that never deters me. I mean, no, people were no. ripping on Super Mario. Again, I didn't read the reviews, but you just look at that aggregate score and that rotten site or whatever, and critics are crapping all over the thing. But why are they crapping on it? Because they don't like the fact that uh, Chris Pratt is Christian. That seems to be a big problem with a lot of people. Yes, That's, there, there goes your Twitter hate. You get a lot of Twitter hate against uh, people like Chris Pratt because he's Christian on Twitter. So, you know, it's like they're going in with that bias. I, I wouldn't have li- put it this way. I wouldn't have listened to them anyway. But, you know, there's so much agenda behind some of these reviews it, that 
that crap doesn't matter. And Super Mario was a damn fun movie. It's a that's what I say. It's a Mario movie. It's like a Godzilla movie. movie. You can't criticize it. It's 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 idiocy. It's just it just makes no. You can't get. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're going to see Mario jump around. It's, you know, that's yeah. how it goes. Yeah. If you're looking if for you Hamlet, don't want that, don't go watch if, it. If, yeah. If you want Hamlet, this ain't it. Well, one of the things I said, and I said it on the uh, uh, Tom's show, the morning show last Friday, was that critics, if they're going to rip on it, they have to look themselves in the mirror and say, was this movie made for me? And should I right. only right. reflect how it makes me feel? No, this movie was not made for you. And what you need to do is go sit your ass down in a regular theater like my wife and I did with a with a house packed full of families and kids and all that. And to see the joy and to see the you could feel the electricity. You really could. And you say, this is what this this is who the movie was made for. This is how you judge the movie. Yes, you give your personal opinions because that's what you're supposed to do. But you also have to realize who the film was made for. That's the way you've really got to properly judge movies, especially movies like Super Mario. You know, that these people that are hating on it must have forgot what it's like to be a kid. Yeah. You know, just a pissing and moaning adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's sad, but it's true. It's sad, but it's true. You lose touch with that, man. Oh, you know. So, yeah, I, I generally just don't listen to any any observations of whoever hunky chunky on Twitter or whatever. Who cares? Who cares? Now, if it, now if it does suck, I'll tell you too. But it's not because hunky chunky told me it sucked. I'll do, I'll be the one to determine whether it sucks or not for me. Well, you know, I'll, a couple of people are like, well, yeah, I saw it. Not a lot of people have seen it because it hasn't been out, and most of the people that did see it were at a premiere of some court sort, and um. A few people are like, you know, it's just it's just a fun dumb movie. Yeah, you're gonna, yeah. I, I laughed all the way through. Sometimes I cringed, but most of the time it was just a a, a fun dumb movie. So you, know, you got it. Okay. Just again, first rule that I learned, I you know, it's intended audience. Who is this made for? You just right. kind of have to go with that frame of mind in every single movie that you watch. You know, maybe it doesn't work for me, but if I know it works for the audience and 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 honestly, I will take an audience screening over a hoity toity critic screening any single day because Yeah, good move. Yeah. Yeah, because because again, you just get this this pretentiousness hanging in the air. You could cut it with a knife, it's so thick. You know, and uh, you know, you just gotta go with the people who made who the movie was made for, you it's know. Like when we Dad and I went to see Puss in Boots with my kids when he was in town a few mm-hmm. months ago, and there was a uh, probably five, I'd say fourteen-year-old boys in front of us, and it's Puss in Boots, so I'm thinking younger kids. And these boys at the end of the movie, the credits were going, and one of them stands up and was like, "That movie was dope." It's like <laughs> that's fantastic. I love that these like teenage cool boys. On Twitter. Yeah, and like these fourteen-year-old boys. This group of them came to see Puss in Boots, and they liked it. I was like, that's fantastic. And there's some movies that you need to go to, and you need a day off in the head. You need to go in there, mouth breathe, and just take it in. Not every every movie, like I said before, not every movie is Hamlet or Macbeth. It's not these grand, uh, you know, experiences like Gone with the Wind. It's just their mouth breathe. It's like watching pro football. You're mouth breathing. 
you know, not the judge. You're just there watching it. Well, there's a yeah. There's something really important about those types of movies. Absolutely. Everybody has their comfort just movies relax. that they're like, yeah. I don't even need to like the amount of times I watched Eat, Pray, Love in college because I was just like, I just want to see pretty places and not even care about what's going on in this movie. And right. that's a natural. That's a natural need for people. Yes. You need those experiences. People play slot machines because that's what you're doing. You're mm-hmm. sitting there smoking mm-hmm. a cigarette, drinking a drink, hitting a button, and just watching in mouth breathing. You're not doing anything else. Although maybe that's you not know so some people you. call them guilty yeah. pleasures. I, I I kind of take umbrage at that term guilty pleasure like you're apologizing for it yeah no you like what you like Mm -hmm. you don't have to feel guilty about anything you don't need to apologize to anybody well it's guilty if all you do is just sit there all day and watch that kind of thing it's like the kind of person who watches like 12 hours of reality tv a day that is something you should feel guilty about yeah (laughs) maybe maybe. yes i I guess there are limitations but then it's like you know when people are like oh i have ben and jerry's every sunday evening Mm, guilty Mm, pleasure it's like Shut up. So the dose makes the poison. Enjoy it's your ice cream. Calm exactly, down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mo, definitely. Okay, I got to ask everybody a question. We only got a couple more minutes with Timmy. Mm-hmm. What is the best line ever delivered in a Dracula movie? This is easy, by the way. I've come to suck your blood. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's pretty good, Catherine. But um, I never drink wine. That's the one I was going to say. And there's another part to it. He did say that part. There's another part in the movie called Love at First Bite with George Hamilton. Love at First Bite. <laughs> Remember that movie, Timmy? Yes, I do. I do. With, with the tan Dracula. And you know who yes, was, he was a tan in that? I think it was Cleavon Little, I think, was in Cleavon that. Cleavon Little was, was in it, it, too. Oh. You want to hear the line? Sure. So Dracula's played by George Hamilton. He walks in, and this guy says... Sir, would you like a glass of wine? And George Hamilton, as Dracula replies, I don't drink wine, and I don't smoke shit. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know. Great line. That's a great line. (laughs) Doesn't smoke any geef either, man. Oh, man. Well, whatever. Well, Timmy, everything else good? Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited to talk about more about Renfield on Friday. And uh, I uh, screened Evil Dead Rise. Can't talk about it yet. That's coming out next week. But yesterday, Tom, I know you'll get a kick out of this. Uh, talk with Bruce. Because you just talked to him recently about Bruce Arama, I know. Oh, I Bruce love Bruce. He's a great guy. Bruce who? So I talked with Bruce and Sam Raimi and Rob Tappert. These are the three guys that were there at the very beginning with that first Evil Dead and they just cobbled money together as a low-budget picture. And God, how many years later? 40 years later, they're still here. And now we have a, a reboot, I guess you could say. It's a continuation of the series. And uh, can't wait to talk about it. So, yeah, it's, it, uh, that's coming out on the 21st. So, yeah, yeah, things are going good. I, they're getting, we're getting good movies again. You know, I, I, uh, like I say, I really enjoyed Renfield. I'm looking forward to, now that it feels like summer outside... We're going to be getting a summer movie season here pretty quick. Yeah, till I get home, by the way. <laughs> what, it's not officially summer until you're back? Uh, I get home Sunday, and the high is going to be 45. <laughs> Tom! Welcome home. Yeah, well, yeah, it's supposed you. to be 70s all week at least, and possibly 80. Yeah, tomorrow. it's supposed to be 80 one day. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, Alex, and then Tom gets back, and, and then all of a sudden it dips down to 45. 
or 40? Typical. 45. 45. Yeah, somewhere in there. Alex, you asked a question. It was Bruce Campbell they were talking about. Or that Tim was talking about. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You Bruce know Bruce Campbell, uh, Evil Dead. So freaking funny. There was a musical played, Evil, Evil Dead. Oh, there's been so many different things. Yeah. He's written a couple books as well. Uh, <clears throat> Evil Dead, uh, Ash versus Evil Dead TV series. I like that series. These are regular guys, and that's why I love them so much, because they're all from Michigan. You know, they, they're uh, Midwest uh, work ethic. You know, they're, they grew up, you know, blue collar. They're hardworking fellas, you know, and, and they've never forgotten their roots. They're still very, very grounded guys, all three of them yesterday. You know, Ramey's I had more it. success than the other ones even, but he's the same guy. I, I first talked to him 25 years ago for that Minnesota-made movie, Simple Plan. Mm -hmm. Right, that was a good movie. He's the exact same guy as he was 25 years ago. I mean, it's just yep. amazing. So it is such of a, a breath of fresh air. I mean, they're not Hollywood. Yeah, a couple of them live out there. Actually, uh, uh, Tappert is married to Lucy Lawless, and he actually lives in New Zealand. But Campbell cool. lives in Oregon, I believe. I think so, yeah. And then Ramey is in L.A., but that he needs to be there because of he's producing a ton of pictures, and he finally got back into directing last year with... Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness, but uh, yeah, they're all grounded. Same guys. It was, it was such. It was just like talking to old buddies. Really, is what it comes down, comes down to. And you, and you found that out recently again, Tom, with, you know, re reconnecting with Bruce Campbell. Oh, great guy. He was a very, very nice guy. No question about it. All right, Pally. I will talk to you on the morning show. Morning show on Friday. Everybody have a great week. Thanks a lot, Timmy. Bye. Yeah. And we are back with Stretch's picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. So, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit saberheating.com. Kimmy Lammers, ladies and gentlemen. Let me know when Kristen's ready to go. She's I, ready. Oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, she Alex supersedes Alex. I, she, she does supersede mm -hmm. me. I was just, <laughs> never mind. What? Not Hi. Important. Kristen's Hi, more KB. important than anything I could say. KB2. Oh, please. <laughs> KB2. <laughs> KB2. <laughs> Not KB1. Oh, KB1's not talking. Oh, I like that. Sorry, I thought I was going to cough. I'm now you guys hear that on social media from some of your listeners that are like, hi, KB2. <laughs> 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 I love it. Go. I'm like, yes, we have the original, uh, and then well, we have the sequel. Yeah, you have an identity. <laughs> exactly. Can you guys hear this yes drilling yeah yes. sounds like a power so washer yeah they're yeah. redoing so they're annoying. redecorating floors 20 and 19. Fancy. oh 
I don't know why they have to drill to I don't either. put in new carpet and paint, but I guess that's what they have to Probably do. Probably cutting it up, maybe. Oh, I know. They're um, reflooring re the elevators. That's, oh, that's right. So they're right. probably uh, digging out the tile. The old stuff, uh, absolutely. Yeah. The jackhammer. <laughs> so KB2, you have a fan base already on the new Tom Bernard Morning Show, so I'm glad to hear that. We're getting a lot more calls now. People are texting in, uh, reaching out to you know people like you and all the other people on the show. We're, the show is doing really, really well. It's very nice to hear. I'm glad to hear just... that. I hear from a lot of your listeners from outside of Minnesota. A lot of them are like, oh, I moved away from Minnesota years ago, and it's just so great just having this opportunity to catch back up with you. That's wonderful. It is nice. That's very nice. I just had a um, uh, an email from Amazon asking me to participate in a survey. Uh-oh. And it was a marketing survey. I just um, And it said, how often do you watch or do you listen to podcasts? I'm like, constantly. Constantly. <laughs> Every damn day. Every minute. Especially the Tom Bernard shows. <laughs> I listen to a I know, It asked about rate. Yeah, do you? I, yeah, I was just going to say, because uh, I go out for a walk every day just to kind of get my steps in, and I usually pick a podcast just to keep myself occupied. Yeah, they're great for that kind of thing, aren't they? They treadmills. are. Treadmills. Treadmills are really nice. Otherwise, I'm like, I'm so bored. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, it, uh, it, it did ask about radio, too. It asked about radio. Hmm. How often you listen to radio... There's a reason for that. Well, they're probably deciding where they want to put their marketing dollars. Yeah. Well, the problem is, and not all of them, there are still very successful radio stations. The Hubbard stations do very well, as a matter of fact. But the problem they're having is that most people that listen to the radio don't have any money, so they can't buy anything you advertise anyway. That's oh. a major problem. It also asked about AI, if I knew what it was. Oh, Ooh, sure. We've talked a lot about that lately. Yeah, and if I use it... Um, because, I mean, technically Siri and Alexa and all that is an AI, right? It's yeah. Low-level AI, but it More is AI. Yeah. And um, I, it, it, was just, it was interesting because they're clearly trying to figure out what the trends are for people's uh, uh, exposure to what kind of media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I saw your tweet asking for AI help with Tom. <laughs> you got that right. She needs it. Oh, so uh, wait a minute. Help for me or with me? I said, does anybody know an AI assistant that I can use to help you with your <laughs> tech? With your tech issues. I help her with, oh, I, my God. I, every day. What does this mean? What does that mean? I, oh, my I, God. I got something from something. What does it mean? And I'm like, I don't know. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, I can't do it anymore. You can pay. I love it. She vents about you all the time on Twitter, so I'm like, oh, I know what's going on. They're having tech trouble today. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, yesterday it was. Uh, I don't even know what were you. Amazon was said your credit card was in default. Yeah, I'm like that yeah. is a very odd thing for Amazon to they say. They think it was a scam default by makes somebody. It sound like you haven't paid your credit card bill in decades. Yeah. yeah. Well, the amazing thing I, is your default credit card is the one that you get charged. You oh, know, that makes like sense. yeah. Yeah, because Amazon is pretty famous or infamous for keeping old credit cards that you've deleted. You oh. you look on there and they're there again. And so sometimes they've expired or whatever. And even if I've told it 
several times. Don't use this credit card. Delete, delete, delete. And still it's on there. So I don't know if maybe sometimes it goes through there and cleans them up. And it says well, your default. I, I don't know. I have no idea what it is. But um, you always seem to have the most interesting technological problems. So that, all that means is it will default to that card. Yeah. I don't think that they can say that your credit card is in default because they're not in charge of your credit card. But those are scams. No. Those are scams. Those are common. Yeah, they're they're just phishing. They're phishing. I know. Yeah. And then he's yeah. already pressed on it. Oh, you don't, yeah. No, I change. Don't that's not. Tom, don't you know? Yeah. That's not the same credit card. It's a different one. All right. Yeah, if you're gonna press uh, yeah. press on something, consider <laughs> pressing on it on your not on your computer, but on your iPhone. Your iPhone's protected pretty well. And what happens is all those things. If you come up, it'll be an HTML uh, document that you t- check on, and then they're trying to infect your computer. But it doesn't mess with your phone. But just don't click on the HTML stuff or the PDF stuff or anything that you get. Mm-hmm. It's garbage. Well, I mean. The problem that I did have with the whole thing is that it said default, which means it's just defaulting to that card. Yes. But some scumbag, of course, knows that and sent me a message that I owed Amazon a lot of money because my card defaulted. Yeah. Well, they w- they instantaneously charge your card when you order something. I know. Yes. So you're never going to owe Amazon any money. I know. That's no. what they I would said. say the charge wouldn't go through in- right away. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't yeah. give you. I've yeah. had. I've had a card. Credit. Like I've had a card that expired on Amazon, and I didn't know because it was just saved. And I was like, oh, I got to order this thing, and yeah, immediately it was like, sorry, no. Yep. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have any banking systems within Amazon. Is anybody not a scumbag anymore? Is the world just filled with scumbags trying to steal everybody else's money? Well, you need a lot of people to just not. Yeah, just I froze my credit so because I was so tired of my card being like it was exposed on the dark web. You know, with all of these corporations having um, their systems get hacked into, and I'm like, you know what? None of you can get into my credit. It's frozen. If I need it, Good. I'll access it. Yep. Oh, yeah, I've heard of people doing that, just freezing their cards. Why wouldn't you? I don't have yeah. a credit card. Well, you freeze your credit your credit score, your, cre- your credit report. That's what you freeze. Yeah. But if someone gets your credit card, well, in most states, you're limited to, well, like no liability or $50 or some such thing. It's not great because credit card fraud is there. It's, it's there and it's, and it's calculated into your interest and everything else. Yeah. But you have to be more careful with the debit card because banks are oh, getting yeah. a little bit picky. Oh, so God. I've been just using, they're like, especially for gas stations, grocery stores, you should just be using your credit card and not your debit card. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There was a story today about those um, free charging stations all over the place. Oh, yeah. You don't want to do You should that. not be using the free charging stations. That Hackers have figured out how to get into your stuff on What's those. What's a free charging station? They're charging? all over in bigger cities. Your, Airports, bars. Yeah. Charging mm-hmm. your car. Charging phones. Oh, charging, charging phone. your phone. Oh, well, that, that's Sorry. easy. That, there's oh, attachments where you just block you block all the data ports on the lightning cable or the or whatever the, the Android uses, and you just get the charging, two charging ports. That's that's pretty straightforward. Yeah, I mean, the pins, there's a voltage in, voltage out. Yeah, you can't. There's no data on those. So as long as the rest yeah. are blocked, that's literally not possible. Yeah, to special, special charging cords, they're just for that. Right. They said, oh. don't use the USB, just use the plug. That's really oh, okay. what it came down to. All right. That makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah. Use, the, use, use yeah. the plug with your charger. Use the plug. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. Don't use the USB ports. No, same thing with the special cord. You can use the USB, USB if you have the special cord. It only has <laughs> right. the power and power, like Andy said. Well, a, ma- a well-manufactured charging station will have the data pins dummied out or blocked. So it shouldn't matter. 
Oh, jeez. In an ideal world. Yes, in an I, ideal world. I don't trust world. anyone, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, bye. Where are you going? I gotta go. Forget it. Save Just let him hang out by the front door. Go parent my son. I have to go well parent done. my son. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Toodaloo. All right, bye. bye. Alex hitting the road, no question. God, they had such a time down here. It was unbelievable. Alex and the, and the two kids... Uh, were you around, Kristen, when I talked about what Sage... Sage was sitting on my lap, and all of a sudden he got up and wandered over to his mother and said, Mom, Bop-Bop stinks. No. Did I tell you that story? <laughs> Bop-Bop stinks. Did and I'm like, God. Did you take a shower? Yes. Well, that's what I was wondering. I mean, when, <laughs> and then I find out he didn't like my cologne. Uh, shower first, then put on clothes. Well, thank oh, that's how it goes, yeah. yeah. Yes, thank God really he didn't does. say he smells like the Santa that I went to or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, yeah, Sage, yeah. Was, Sage was very upset about something, and he went outside, and I went out to look at him, make sure he was okay, and he says to me, I don't want to be around any humans. <laughs> Right now, no humans are allowed to be next to me. So I said, "Oh I dear, it. okay. Well, I better go in then. Come on, Jude." And he says, "Jude's okay. Dogs are still okay." Not you though. <laughs> I love All it. humans knows, must leave. Knows his boundaries and taking uh, care of his mental health. Thought that was so funny. Dogs are okay. <laughs> Animals are always welcome. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. Did you see? Or did you go to the Mafia Mama or whatever it is? Mafia, yeah, Mafia Mama screener. I didn't. Chance? I haven't. I just saw it. I was like, I have to watch that tonight since I haven't caught up on it. All right. Well, it's not getting the greatest reviews, but well, where is it? Who is Love Monica Bellet? Yeah, Monica Bellucci. What has she been in? My goodness, it's been a while since I've seen Monica Bellucci in something. I'm looking at pictures of her, and I do not know who it is. Um, I don't she's been around, and I'm like trying to think off the top of my head, like the last thing that everyone would know. Uh, I have no idea what she's been in. Hmm. This is a, an audio show. I don't know yeah. if you know that yeah, I'm just Okay, an unknown actress in a, in a poorly done film. Hmm. Hold me back. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. Tony Collette's like so, It's so enticing. Oh, I know. I, oh, I don't know. I, oh, God. Oh, yeah, she was in Matrix Reloaded. Oh, well, there, there's a problem As, right there. She's not picking eight. those roles. She's not picking good roles. That was a flop. Oh. Yeah, well, I was like, I'm just trying to think like what other things people might know her from because it's, like I said, it's been a hot minute. Yeah, well, I don't even know who she is. I don't know. Are they? Do they have to have um, authentic uh, Italian people in a mob movie now? Or, I mean, is that how things are going? What? Well, it depends on the mob. It depends on the mob. You know, they, there there are more than one mob. There's an Irish mob. There was a Jewish yeah, mob, is, and there mm-hmm. was an Italian mob. Mm-hmm. There were Chinese gangs. There's many, many triads. And and I, I I learned this at the Mob Museum in Las Vegas. So yeah, it, we had the Irish mob and the Italian mob in Boston. Oh sure, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Well, they, these people the, 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 in those poor neighborhoods, they they needed. Well, they need they need sort of policing uh, that they weren't getting or enforcement of some sort, and that's kind of what they that's what I 
maybe you might reach out and say, well, that's what Sharia law is in certain places. They don't feel like they're being represented or being cared for, and then they let enter Sharia law. We finished I would the... Say, um, oh, sorry. Okay, Catherine. Oh, I was just going to say, we just finished the Kevin Bacon show where he's such a complete 100% <laughs> piece of crap of a human being. And he's guy in real life. Was it? City on a Hill. City on a Hill. God, he's good in that. He's amazing. In that I can't show. believe that wasn't picked up again. You know who was really good in it too? The last couple of uh, well, she was in the final, uh, the three, third season, the final season. Judy Gold was really good in that show. What does she play, Catherine? She plays. She plays a um, union union lawyer. Oh, that's right. She's a union lawyer in it. She's really good. Which I'm surprised she took that role. <laughs> Why? Because. <laughs> It just isn't her. Well, no, but she's a <laughs> but good. She actor. was a very, yeah, she's a very good actor. But everyone's was... playing against type in that show, so it's great. Yeah, God, Kevin Bacon. I know. It's like I don't even know if I can look at him anymore. It's like <laughs> divert your eyes. He's such a horrible human being. Jill Hennessy, though, is phenomenal in it too. Jill Hennessy, yeah, really the down, good. the downtrodden woman. Yes, she's very good at that. You can just watch Kevin what? Bacon in his Hyundai commercials. Yeah, there you go. That's um, Kevin Bacon. He and his daughter. Oh, is it? Yeah, so I, I don't think I've seen that. I don't think I don't think I've seen those commercials. Is that on They're commercial on TV social or media a lot? I get, oh. or I'm being targeted. Maybe. <laughs> are you in the Are you in the market for a car? I will be. Yes, at some point. Ah, see, it knows. Yeah. They all it know. It knows. Like within the next year, I want a car. Yeah. Kristen, do you know if he and his wife Kira Sedgwick ever recovered all that money that Madoff stole from them? You know, they've been pretty discreet about the whole right. situation. And Kevin said that he didn't want to talk about it too much only because they were at an age where they could still work and still gain some of that money back. Um, but they did have a lot of money invested. And I think he's just trying to downplay it. But I think he was like saying in comparison to someone who at the time maybe was in their 80s and didn't have the ability to work and lost their life's right. fortune, who felt yeah. like that they were in a more fortunate situation. But they lost they lost their life savings in the Madoffs. They did, yeah. Wow. They did. That's... I just, I don't understand how you do that to people. I, how can you sit at a desk every day knowing you're going to ruin people's lives for a living? Well, you're also supposed to not put your eggs in one basket. And if something seems too good to be true, it's it is. too it is. good to be true. Yeah. Yes. Well, and any of the, the, there's a great, Netflix has a great um, Madoff documentary and it's worth watching. But uh, I had a friend, or I should say like a work colleague who she and her husband also lost their fortune and they had just bought their dream home and they had to sell it after only living there about six months because they knew they couldn't afford it. And she's like, it was going to become gray gardens, you know? And he's a cele he's a celebrity chef, um, and they wound up having to move into, I mean, for L.A., it was just like a small ranch home, which was probably still, you know, in the million to two $2 million range for a small ranch home because that's the way L.A. real estate is. But um, it was a struggle. And, you know, he had kids that were in college. They had a young family, too, because this was his second marriage. And then a couple years ago, he wound up passing away after all of this because they were trying to, like, he was working himself to death to try and regain some of that money back it's so sad what happened to all of these people all these it is it's really sad a lot of people were affected down here in florida just tons of them yeah because they and they he preyed on uh his uh his religious group um, yeah he you know, really and did. It, it just that's 
that is just the coarsest thing. Uh, well, well, you know, I, I know someone, a tax accountant, attorney, you know, his parents came to him saying, hey, you know, this Bernie Madoff is, uh, is, it sounds pretty good. You know, what do you think about this? And he said, this does not make sense at all. You're writing checks to somebody's personal account. This makes no sense at all. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. They went ahead and they lost the pile. Oh, and didn't listen to their son, who is, uh, is an experienced, brilliant uh, 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 advisor. And no, well, couldn't he? Was, he had to be wrong. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. No, well, that's the because thing about everyone was Ponzi talking schemes. about the percentages they were making yeah. back when they were withdrawing well, cash. Right. Because when you're on the top of the Ponzi scheme, and you know that's how they get everybody else in, is because hey, I'm making thirty percent on my money. Well, everybody wants to make thirty percent on their money. Right. Yeah. And I know this guy. Oh, you can trust him. You can trust him. Until you can't trust him, and that's the end of it. Yep. Yeah, and when you see the operation in the documentary of, like, there was, like, an executive-level floor, and then there was, like, this discrete (coughs) floor where all of this, like, shady stuff was going on, and nobody really knew, like, the person on the left didn't know what the person on the right was doing. Mm. Uh, Very few people understood what was happening other than, like, Madoff himself. Yeah, but they just they just uh, gypped people. I mean, it, it, I think that's unexcusable. It's just the worst thing, worst social behavior you can imagine. I think that's just absolutely terrible. So, yeah. And again, I don't understand how you sit at a desk and know you're going to ruin people's lives and you do it anyway. Because sociopaths think they're smarter than everybody else yeah, and they're never going to get caught. That's how it works. And I think he thought like he could keep it up, but of course. You know, no one could have predicted like the financial downfall the way it all right. happened, you know, and, and the timing of it all. And he just there was no money to cover anything at a certain point. And I mean, and one of his sons committed suicide. His other son died of cancer yeah. years later. I mean, just like a devastating story all around. And is, is, is Bernie still alive? Is he still in jail? Nope. No, he, nope. no he's, he's dead. He didn't make it. I think his wife is the only one alive. You know, when you're doing something like that, I would think that, you know, at some point you say, geez, I got, I got like $80 billion here, or $20 right. billion or whatever it is. Right. You know, maybe I take $100 million, just put it someplace. No one knows about it. It's just, it's just some cash someplace. And no one's ever know about that. Or $200 million or a billion. I mean, they had enough. You got to put a pile away. I just have a hard time believing that's not floating around somewhere. So... Oh, well, I'm but. sure. It's like Jeffrey Epstein, too. A different situation, but I'm like, he didn't look like he did much for work other than traffic people, but he was living in some really expensive places, and I'm like, follow the money trail. Where is all of that money, and who is it tied to? Yep. Yeah. It's the only person that's been convicted of trafficking children with absolutely no uh, no Johns on the roster no, going to jail. It's real amazing. My favorite thing about Madoff's uh, penalty. So he has 150 years in prison and a lifetime ban from the securities industry. Really? <laughs> so just in case he lived to be like 200 something, <laughs> at that point, he couldn't be in the securities industry anymore. So sad for him. <laughs> I know. It's like, why? I never understood why they do that. Or it's like, you know, multiple life sentences without parole. It's like, isn't one enough? No, because they they cut those sentences way down, and some people get out after five years without parole. Not without parole. I mean, you're in. You're done. If you're without parole, you're in there forever. You're never yeah, getting out. True. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if they layer it in case for some reason, like one of the cases falls apart or something. So they yeah, go, well, we be. still have the other life sentence. I'm, I'm just guessing. Right. 
Unbelievable. That's all I have to say. So any good new TV things, streaming, coming out, new movies, anything we should keep an eye on? Well, I know today on the morning show we talked about Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So right. I think, Catherine, right. you watched that, right? Yes. Well, I, I didn't watch the last... Did they take a break or something during COVID? I feel like I watched it, and then it took a big break, and then I kind of I forget about things that take big breaks. Yeah, it's just like oh, oh, it's a very big break. It's probably about eighteen months. It probably between season three and four. Season four is very strong though, and then this season, season five, is the final season of it. So the storyline wraps up. Okay. Uh, I I'll catch up on it eventually, but when they take a big break like that for some strange reason, I it's a hard, it's hard for me to get back into it because that's one of those shows that I would watch two or three at a time. Yeah, and it's almost I, I remember when season four came out, I had to go back to season three and watch that final episode of season three to really remember the storyline um, I was continuing in season four because so much time had gone by. Right. Yeah, I don't like it when they take giant breaks like that. Yeah, how dare pan- the pandemic come in? <laughs> well, it just, no, I mean, but sometimes it seems like they do that anyway. They just take these huge breaks, and then I just forget about the series. It happens a lot because of contract negotiations. Right. Um, and so, like, even Stranger Things, well, they got caught up in the pandemic as well, but they've taken some big jumps, and you go, wow, the kids all of a sudden went from, you know, four foot 11 to six feet tall yeah, isn't that in that series. I know. I was always like, where are those kids? She, she doesn't even raise them. <laughs> Winona Ryder's like, just, but that was the 80s, though, too. You know, you'd just go off, you'd ride your bike, and you'd come back at like 5 p.m. in time for dinner. I think that's the era they're kind of like embracing because I'm like, now you would never just send your kids off no. without a helmet on a bike and say, I'll see oh, you in God. eight hours. Yeah, we actually had a similar thing happen. You're talking about the pandemic break thing, just forgetting about shows existing entirely. Yeah, we had some. We had that happen to us with the Good Doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah, this the show about the autistic surgeon. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We watched that. The pandemic hit. It went away, and we just resumed watching it like a month ago because we just forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens. Also, did I don't know if you noticed the pandemic at all in that series. Oh, they sure did. It, oh, did very they? heavy-handedly. In fact, I was actually going to ask if you've noticed a phenomenon here. Where the pandemic seems to have made writers awful. <laughs> They're just kind of horrible. What do you they mean? Are. I agree. The good I mean, doctor, the writing is just bad the or are they just so bad preaching? this season? It's both, of course. Oh, yuck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are good, there are still good episodes. We're in season four, I think, is what it is. We kind of uh, yeah. gave up on that show because of that. The writing just took a dive. It's we season just four. Like, this, this isn't so interesting bad. anymore. Yeah. yeah. It well, just maybe, lost its charm. Maybe if you don't use that muscle, that writing muscle in yeah, your brain, I'm that, that your skill set uh, oh, yeah. deteriorates. And so it, it, at some point, it, you know, it'll come back. But, you know, it just, you know, they, everybody was isolated. They w- it couldn't get together to, uh, sp- you know, uh, exchange brain ideas, mm-hmm. brain yeah. spitball. And, yeah. you know, you're away from that and then getting back into it, 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 it may take yeah. a couple, two, three, four years to get your skill set back. I mean, some, some of the lines sound like they were written by 14-year-olds on the Internet. <laughs> it's like how oh, – and good. they're the same writers as before. So it's like what happened to you, aside from picking up alcoholism, happened during the pandemic? <laughs> 
or other well, drugs. I'll tell you, the, the writers mm-hmm. actually never stopped working. They were probably the ones that had the easiest job to stay at home and work. That's true. And the writers' just, rooms were right. happening over Zoom. And I think that that it's probably one of those cases when everyone's like, back to work, get to the office. And people are like, I can work well from home. I would say writers' rooms are probably one of the situations where it's actually better to have everybody in the room together. Yeah, you have to brainstorm. You have to brainstorm. There's a lot. And if people don't know, there's a lot of charting of storylines and making sure that there's continuity. There's a a use of a lot of, um, you know, um, boards and storyboards and charting just to make sure that all the characters flow and it all makes sense. And I have a feeling that there was probably just a lot of people writing in isolation, coming together for a Zoom meeting. And that's probably where you're seeing some of like the truncated scripts and things like that. And you're not getting feedback from actual production. No. So your bad ideas make it on there because no one's seeing them until they're, they've been shot. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's nobody there chiming in going, no, no, no. This character actually, mm-hmm. um, you know, dated this person. We can't write that storyline that way. You know what I mean? Like you have to keep that what's true to the characters and what happened in the past, keeping that moving forward. That can get a little convoluted when you're not all in the same room together. Yep. It's it's a, uh, you know, you forget just how how insidious this pandemic and mm-hmm. the separation and the isolation has been because it it affects so many things. Yep, uh, sure did. You know, people gained weight. People start drinking. You know, they're not working as much or they're not working as hard or in a different environment, and it's just not the same. Well, Ale- I I perfected the Cosmo with Alex. No, there you go. Yes. Good thing that happened. Easy enough. <laughs> you have your perfect recipe. It's perfect. <laughs> and by the way, Ralph, if they didn't gain weight during the pandemic, who could Trump call slovenly? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> who would he have to be called slovenly? Sloven? Is it slovenly or slovenly? I have to look that slovenly. up. Slo- slovenly. 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 I've always yeah. pronounced it slovenly. Depends on where you're from, I guess. Slovenly. Is that, is that, does that mean from Slovenia? Hmm. Is that an oh. ethnic slur? Oh, that's, that's not good. It's probably, it's well, look at the root slur. of that. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm doing That's that all the good. time now. Like certain phrases, sometimes when you're writing, I'm like, mm, let me see if what, like, where that root, <laughs> that phrase comes from, because yeah. you don't want to be using phrases that maybe have racist connotations. It's going to blow up in your uh, in your face, so to yeah. speak. It comes from Middle Dutch. Okay. Slof, oh. which means untidy. Okay. Slof. So hey, no problem. Like slough it yeah. off. I think it's a Dutch word that we. Don't I was know. thinking like sloth. Like a sloth. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it could be. Do the now is it is it just the Danish that laugh when they talk, or is it the Dutch too? Laugh when they talk. Haven't you ever noticed that? Oh, that guttural thing. No, they do this. They go. <laughs> it sounds like they're laughing. <laughs> what is going on? I've been to Denmark and I don't remember that. <laughs> no. God, I'm well, I just guess it's just the Dutch then. Yes, it must be just the Dutch that are doing There's no question about it. All right, another great show today. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Tom Bernard Show in the morning, KB2. KB2, I'll see you bright and early. I love the fact that you're getting text messages to KB. Hey, KB2. I love KB2, that. KB2, yeah. People are sliding into my DMs. They're like, mm-hmm. KB2, I have a question. <laughs> what is your middle right. initial? Is it A? Uh, no, M. I'm uh, Marie. Uh, 
So K-M-B, close. K-M-B, K-A-B. Yeah, it's so close. No mm-hmm. question. My confirmation name was Maria. Oh, well, there oh. you go. Oh, my, my God. My confirmation name was Elizabeth. Oh, well. Hmm. See, close enough. Yep. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>